Hi, I'm Busi Kamalo. And I'm Carlos Campitelli. And welcome to the GC Youth Ministries podcast, you. Plus me. Plus we. Grab a seat. Stick your head out the window for some fresh air. Amen. Sit outside. Out, like on your porch. Don't go uh, just, porch. yeah, just on your porch. And listen in. Kamalo has had over 23 years of pastoral ministry. Seven of those years he spent as the youth director for the Southern African Union Conference. And since 2010, he has been humbled to serve as the Southern African Ocean Division Youth Director and Chaplaincy Ministries Director. His academic achievements include a bachelor's degree in theology and a master's in religion. He also enjoys reading, running, and traveling. In the future, um, Busi and his wife wish to be missionaries overseas. They have been married for 22 years and have two children, a, an adult son and daughter. Busi loves young people and nothing brings him more happiness than seeing youth embracing Jesus Christ and forsaking the evil ways. Go Busi. Busi, SID, Southern African Union Division. In Ocean the division in the house. <laughs> my technically my home division, Zambia. What's Lit. what I do? Mui Mui Those are the only two. Those are the only two um Zambia wow. languages I can speak. But that's two. You that's... can speak like two languages altogether. That's whack. I anyway. speak technically. It's okay. Yeah. Well, do you? I mean, you be know, like professionally. I can come professionally. Conversationally, yes. That, yeah. Same man. I can barely speak English. Um, Carlos Cambitelli uh, was born in Paraná, Entre Rios, Argentina. He studied at the Adventist University of Plata, where he graduated in pastoral theology, religious education, and social assistance. I thought it said social distance. I was about to be like, he studied social distance. That's coming in clutch right now. It's so ready. important. <laughs> in 2010, he graduated in the Master uh, in Pastoral Theology from the Adventist Faculty of Bahia. In 2016, he obtained his Master's in Leadership from Andrews University. He is married to Lisley Freire, a native of Brazil, a graduate in Psychology and Music from Adventista do Plata University. Pastor Carlos began his pastoral ministry in Barreirinhas, Maranhão. The Brazilians is going to come for me. <laughs> he was then transferred to the capital, San Luis de Maranao, where he also worked as a district pastor. In the same field, he was called to be director of the youth ministry of the Maranese Association. Subsequently, he was called to be director of the youth ministry of the Western Amazon Association. He then worked as director of the youth ministry of the Northeast Brazilian Union and the Argentine Union. Campitelli is currently the director of the youth Music and University Ministry of the South American Division. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, South look at America. that. He has all this experience He'll, from like all these does. other places from he everywhere. worked. Yeah, for from youth everywhere. ministries. Look at him. Look at Carlos. So we just have one request from Carlos. Is um, <laughs> the next camporee in Brazil. <laughs> 
and Mwenya would like an invitation? Um, just fly um, us out, you know? You know? Like, just just a flight is good enough. We'll figure out the rest. I, I mean, maybe. I don't I don't know. <laughs> fly us out and get us to the campsite. Because Yeah, like that. Like that part. And then, you know? And just then, put us on the list so we can just walk in. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, all we want to do is be there. I just want to be there. I just want to be there. I just want to be like, Brazil, 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 Brazil. That's I it. just got so much FOMO. I, I have so much FOMO from... The last camp read. I'm missing it. I have yeah. so much, like, I had all this fear of missing out on the next one. So, so currently, Kenya and I are not in the office. If you couldn't um, tell from uh, the difference in audio. <laughs> oh, and this is not our first time recording this because, <laughs> Lord Just help us. All the struggles. <laughs> I am currently on my couch I'm talking to you guys. And, and Kenya, where are you? My bed. My bed. <laughs> you know? Making youth ministries happen wherever we are. Hallelujah. Making it work. Praise God. Uh-huh. <laughs> so how have you been, Kenya? How's quarantine life been like? It's just been a lot of eating my own food, which is not my favorite thing. <laughs> like, I cook great. When you can testify to the fact that she, she has enjoyed many a meal, but... I don't want to eat my own food anymore. <laughs> I want somebody else to cook for me. So I'm dealing with that, you know, such a first world problem. Um, that is a first world problem. Scary. But overall, just, you know, trying to stay as positive as possible. My husband, Wilson, kind of keeps me as positive as possible whenever I get a little bit too stressed and overwhelmed with everything that's happening um, or worried about, like, my family in New York. Um, you know, we try to stay positive and, you know, smile, just keep swimming, uh-huh. just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your That's motto like, for quarantine? Honestly, just keep surviving. <laughs> just keep smiling. Just keep smiling. <laughs> How about you, Manya? How is it in your new apartment? Our quarantine life is different. Um, I think being by myself, completely like I see myself every day and that's it I see nobody else that's a whole different experience within itself so I've been on many a zooms many a face facetimes Mm -hmm. instagram calls facebook calls Mm -hmm. um hangouts whatever platform does calls (laughs) (laughs) I have been there WhatsApp, like everywhere um I think and this time I'm just trying to remind myself to like keep connected to others because it can get pretty lonely and pretty alone by yourself literally yeah me and Jesus chilling you know know. get up on that too you know the greatest word amen (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah I think that that's really that's been my biggest challenge just trying to navigate being by myself and you know living life yeah Um, yeah so what has been keeping you through? What has been keeping you going? What has um, brought you the most encouragement? Honestly, uh, repetitive and and as corny and as gross and cliche as it can be. Um, my, my husband, Wilson, has really just kept me going. Um, uh-huh. Both both just emotionally and also um, spiritually. Um, he, you know, 
I think in the, the previous podcast, I had mentioned how I was reading The Desire of Ages, which I still am. Um, but now he, like, Wilson asked me to join him to read, um, how do you, I don't know how to say Patriots this in and Prophets. Yes! <laughs> in Spanish, it's Patriarcas y Profetas. It's the same thing. <laughs> Patriarch, Patriarchs and Prophets. <laughs> Feels more complicated. Um, so he has me reading that, which is, which has really served to spark conversations about, um, you know, our, our own purpose and what we're called to do, especially for such a time as this. Um, uh-huh. I was just like, like expressing to him how it was feeling a little bit confusing. You know, it, I compare it to like a compass, having a compass and having the arrow kind of just go around in circles and circles uh-huh. and not know which direction to go. So I have been feeling a little bit like that, just overwhelmed with the situation, um, not knowing how to be able to use um, whatever God has given me to be able to do in this new way of like meeting people and having to speak to people. Like it's a lot. Uh So what has kept me going, honestly, is just being able to take those times out for him and I to study, like to actually be able to not just like, oh, I'm going to read my lesson and then go about my day. But it's like, oh, we're reading this and then having full conversations about a sentence that we read that really is, you know, impacting uh-huh. us. Yeah. So I think having those conversations and just um, being able to, to um, go deeper into the Bible and things like that has uh-huh. really kept me positive and also lots of popsicles. <laughs> lots of fruity popsicles. Um, I'm, just, I'm just loving everything that's happening with youth ministries online. So today... Like it's new thought from not even from the past conversation we had, but mm-hmm. I was I was deep conditioning my hair, you know, wash day, whoop, um, <laughs> and I just I just real like you know that saying where it's like the youth are the are the are, what is it the youth are the church of tomorrow, mm-hmm. which I absolutely hate um, mm-hmm. because <laughs> the youth are part of the church today. We're now. here, right we're here. now, you know. Um, but I feel like if anyone was still in that mindset that the youth of the church of tomorrow, that has changed for them. Mm -hmm. Like I have heard of so many youth being called upon during this time. Yeah. I have moderated a many a zoom meetings and calls and made them go Facebook live there. I feel like right now, a lot of people in the church are like, who's the one youth person that, that knows how to yeah. navigate the interwebs and the internets and the social medias. One of my friends who works um, for a conference in North American Division was like, he has made so many Facebook pages for pastors in these past couple of weeks because everybody mm-hmm. needs to find a way to connect with their members online. So I mm-hmm. think this time has really shown that the work that's started by youth can still be carried out by youth. Mm-hmm. Um, we are just as important as we were in the beginning. We are just as important as we are now. Mm-hmm. And my encouragement is for leaders and youth that this shouldn't be once quarantine is lifted, the youth become again the the youth the the church of tomorrow. But mm-hmm. they're still a vital part and a relevant part of the church of right now and of tomorrow. Yeah, I think yeah. that so that's, that's very that's a very perfect way of like describing what's happening in the moment with our churches not just like youth ministry but just like churches overall yeah uh-huh. so how about you what's keeping you like positive what's keeping you you know not from not losing hope that there's a light at the end of this 
very long tunnel. Wednesday night game night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Wednesday but, night game night. Um, but for real, for me, it's um, I'm a very social person, and like being extrovert, being like always need with like to communicate with people is like very important. The the spiritual side and like reading your Bible and listening to sermons, you know that mm-hmm. I think for me there's always been a place and a way for me to find that. Mm-hmm. The thing that has removed from my life right now is the social interaction. So having something that's constant and I specifically said Wednesday night game nights because that's something we have like all put in our calendars to happen mm-hmm. on Wednesday night. So it's something that's consistent. So like even if I didn't call Kenya this week or I didn't call my sisters this week or I didn't call my mom, I know that Wednesday night there's definitely somebody I'm gonna talk to. You know what I mean? There's, there's game night. There's game night. At least there's game night. At least there's a time where I can like escape and do something else. So that yeah. that really has kept me going. And just finding finding times to go outside and just like chill in my hammock and like get some fresh air. Not not too far from my house and yeah, not too close to other people. You know, stay yeah, socially distant. But yeah, just getting some fresh. I think. And also building a routine, like making sure you you're you wake up in the morning and kind of get out of bed and like do stuff. <laughs> the first couple of weeks that was not me, but yeah. recently when has been up at like four a.m. three a.m. Yeah. you know, waking up, not going to bed. Wow, you know? congrats! I mean, it's amazing. So yeah, yeah, no, I definitely feel you on the like fresh air thing. I'm big on smelling air. Like I'm big uh-huh. on like. Oh, I can smell that it smells like spring. Like I can tell, like I just really enjoy the changes when, in smell. When I when I smell spring and I'm like, it's time to go camping. And then everybody's like, camping is canceled. Yeah. I'm so sad right now. So <laughs> Me, I'm just like, and, and you've been a witness when like we've spoken and I'm like sticking my head out the window. And you're like, why are you sticking your head out the window? And I'm like, I just needed to breathe some fresh air. I needed to I'm know like, what it smells like outside. This is this is not New York. There are no, there are no, um, what are those things called? Oh, man. Fire escapes? Yes, there's no fire escapes. You're not, you're not grilled in. You can, I'm, you can definitely fall out. Like, put your head back in. I miss those so much right now. Fire escapes were everything. <laughs> so yeah, fire escapes are always um, a great way to, you know, feel free a little bit. So I, I do miss those. So now we're going to move into the prayer section, and for this time, we did not take any prayer requests. Because we feel like everyone's prayers and sentiments are really on the one topic right now, which is anything that deals with the the virus. Um, the essential workers, all the nurses, doctors, grocery store attendants, Uber drivers, bus bus drivers. Um, I know we focus a lot on the healthcare providers, but essential workers are a little bit further. Like there's more than just that. Mm-hmm. Even though that's great, um, police officers, fire department, you know. There's still mm-hmm. people outside of the health field that are still keeping the world running right now. Oh, it's a lot. Mental health. Mm-hmm. Mental health, yeah. Yeah. Um, so just going to pray for that. So can you want to set us off in prayer? Yeah. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your everlasting love, Lord, for your mercies and your eternal grace, Lord. We thank you because we... We know that you hear us, Lord. We know that you are willing always to uh, help us out in the most difficult situations, Lord, and to always comfort us and give us peace. 
In this moment, Lord, um, there's one thing on our minds, and that is the state that the world is in. We are going through a very difficult time, Lord, collectively. And we know that there are many people who are suffering. There are many people who are dealing with this um, head-on, Lord, with this whole pandemic. And we're just asking that you please give us comfort and peace during these difficult times, Lord. We ask that you protect those who are, are fighting head-on, Lord, doctors, nurses, um, all health professionals, Lord. Protect them and give them the wisdom to be able to act accordingly, Lord. Um, we also want to ask you for those who are keeping the world um, going around, Lord, for those who are working in the supermarkets, those farmers, um, uh, police officers and, and firemen and anyone else who's in the front line of this, people delivering food for others, Lord, bus drivers who are still working, anyone who is still outside who can't um, have the luxury of staying home, Lord. We want to thank you for them. And we want to ask that you keep them safe, Lord, that you continue providing for them during this difficult time, Lord. Please bless them with health. Please bless their families also with health so that that could be one less burden that they have to worry about, Lord. Please give them the strength to continue, Lord. Give them the comfort um, and also give them the peace um, in knowing that they are such an essential part for our lives at this moment, Lord. And we just want to thank you because we know that. Thank you, God, for continuously being in our midst and for bringing us this far, Lord, for giving us breath um, and for giving us our family, Lord God. Please be with anyone who has had um, family or someone close to them suffer, who have suffered a loss, dear God, during this time because of this virus. Um, comfort them like no other, Lord God. Be with them um, during this time. Be with everybody that's in the hospital and that is fighting this battle, Lord God. Um, protect them, guide them, be with them, give um, healthcare professionals the ability and the knowledge to be able to help them during this time, dear Lord. Um, please be with any students that are now going through school in a different manner, that are going through school online, dear Lord. Allow them the knowledge and the ability to navigate this new platform, Lord God. And then be with also the other students that we don't speak about often, Lord. The students that, because their schools may not have the resources, are out of school right now, Lord God, and they have to halt their education. Um, give them assurance that this too shall pass, Lord, mm -hmm. and that soon they'll be able to restart their studies and um, gain their degrees, dear God. Um, please be with everyone that's listening right now and their mental health, Lord. Um, be with them in no other. Allow them to know that the battle of the mind can still be conquered by you, Lord God, that you still have the ability to help them in that fight. But let them not stop there and just talking to you, but let them seek help from a professional that can help in um, helping them, allowing them tools and techniques to be able to um, withstand mental health issues, dear God. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you for all that you do for us. Guide us, protect us. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. So moving forward, we have a very special guest joining us today. And who is that special guest, Monia? <laughs> but technically he's not joining us today because no. you know we were <laughs> the lord gave us knowledge beforehand mm -hmm. um and we because he was going to be at school and completing his studies we 
pre-recorded this a little bit right after um, we recorded the Pastor Peralta's episode. So now you will be listening to the voice of Paco Maguane. Enjoy! So Paco was born to a pastoral family in Botswana. He was only 26 years old in 20, 2009 when he served as the in the communications department in Botswana Union Conference. In a conference in a at conference 26. level, 26, a year older than me. Right I now. hope all the other conferences are hearing this. Amen, amen, amen. You're just getting a signal of how <laughs> things can go. Then in 2015 at only 32 years of age. So still a full young adult. Mm-hmm. Paco became the youngest ever associate youth director at the GC level. Where's, bam, 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 where's, the, where's the clapping? Where's the hey, let's do the audience. Ready? <laughs> Doing it for all the youths oh, out my. there, Paco. All the youths. All the youths are proud. Paco is married to his beautiful best friend, the forever stylish oh, forever. model, Ayaka. Yes, Ayaka. Yes. And I'm t- blushing now. Oh, <laughs> he's red. <laughs> and together they have a beautiful son named Akeem. Akeem, who is two? everyone's nephew. Three years, almost three. three. Almost three, yes. Yeah. He's all of our nephews. He really is. Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Paco, welcome to our podcast, You, Me, Plus We. We're Thank you. Very happy to have you here. Yeah. How are you feeling? I feel good. Um, yeah. It's been better. I think uh, 2019 was hard. Yeah. Uh, 2020 is a better year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good to know because I feel like you know a lot of people probably had a few rough patches in 2019, yeah, but yeah. to be able to look and say positivity—that's mm. true. Let's look at the horizon. So, Paco, since the name of our podcast is "You, Me, Plus We," we always like to start uh, our interviews asking, "Who is you? Who is God to you?" God is my rock. Mm-hmm. I rather fall on the rock than have the rock fall on me. Ooh. But more than that, I go to the rock. <laughs> I go to the rock. Uh-huh. Always. Mm. In good times and hard times because mm-hmm. he's that shield. He's that uh you know, tower of power mm-hmm. that uh gives me hope mm-hmm. because yeah. when I think about how hard he is my rock mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i know he can withstand anything because he has endured it before mm. i have a chance to endure it mm-hmm. so yeah that's my rock fortress mm-hmm. in yeah. times of need yes mm. yes you yes. got that <laughs> and the me part who is paco in three words just three words not a sentence of three words, three words. three words and we tell all of them no sermons because you're pastors <laughs> no sermons <laughs> so just we fully ready for <laughs> three okay sociable yes sociable personable mm-hmm. crazy <laughs> why does it feel like they all have the same words Peralta was crazy Peralta too. also said crazy oh yeah <laughs> maybe so we rehearse this just you guys help us <laughs> sos <crazy>. <laughs> we need morse code help us <laughs> everyone's crazy <laughs> all right well then paco now for the last part of our equation you, me, plus we. All right. What is the church to you? Who is the church to you? I think the church is the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the members. Mm-hmm. It's the, the elders. Mm-hmm. 
it's the pastors, it's the members, it's the youth, it's the kids. Mm-hmm. It is everybody. It is it is we who have decided to love Jesus and accept Jesus, come together, make this beautiful family. So for me, my philosophy is that everyone who is part of this family mm-hmm. must be valued. Mm. And when they are valued, it just makes you feel like you belong. Mm-hmm. So the more we have uh, loving each other, mm-hmm. caring for each other, and I'm, and I'm more inclined to being social uh, oriented because, mm-hmm. or having a social approach because I believe everything about our socialness really has a way to do with connecting with people which can help us to wield and yield um, relevance mm-hmm. and um, influence over people. Mm-hmm. So the extent to which we connect with people uh, determines our spiritual influence. That's true. A whole sermon. A whole sermon. I'm, whole sermon. I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to preach. It's fine, it's fine, <laughs> Dr. Mogwane. It's on, fine. Not yet. Soon coming. <laughs> soon, soon very come, soon, soon coming. Come, soon <laughs> <come>. <laughs> All right, so we want to know something a, a little more personal about you, you know. Okay. Our friends who listen to us, they, they want to know certain things about Paco. Mm-hmm. And I want to know about a certain story that I've heard. My, a very my, my. interesting story you've heard. Now listen, I read my Bible. When do you read your Bible? I read the whole Bible. I read my whole Bible, all right? And I know our listeners I don't know where this is going, but read yeah. their Bible. <laughs> and we know about parables. And there's like a very famous parable about the 99 sheep and the one. Now, I want to know, does that story of the 99 sheep and the one have anything to do with you and Ayaka at all for you? <laughs> is there any connection about the 99 and the one? I heard that's a very like, like powerful uh, parable uh, in your relationship. So I, went, I went to this camp. I went to this camp. Yo, uh, everybody's single. Listen up. <laughs> this is how you do it. Save this the is how singles. You do it. Yeah, so you guys mentioned I was youth director at uh, 26, I think 25 or so. Um, mm-hmm. Not at the conference, but at the union. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, during those years, I was invited to go to uh, Cape Town, mm-hmm. Cape Conference, mm-hmm. to do, um, you know, their congress, their annual congress. So, so, the first tip in this I'm hearing is you, you don't have to stay in your local area. Oh, that's Come one. on. You Travel. And you also, go, go to all the events. How old were you? I was 26. 26. You don't need to be t- 21 and married. You are a 22-year-old. <laughs> And also, like when you said travel, yeah, <laughs> go to all the events. Okay, Come so to yeah, so years passed, and in this role, I'm doing um, um, a lot of traveling around uh, the Southern um, Indian Ocean Division. Mm-hmm. And um, this particular year, they s- I get a call from Cape Conference, mm-hmm. and when I get there, I see that the daughters of men mm. are fair, Ooh. Mm. and mm. I said, Lord, I will do your work. Mm. Ninety nine for you. <laughs> Uh huh. One for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Ninety nine for the when Lord. Y- when you guys hear this parable? <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, one thing led to the other. We got we got to be friends. We got to know each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, I did my masters in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. That's where she was luckily. based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wink, wink. Listen, listen. Mm-hmm. God knows how to do these things. Mm-hmm. All right? He knows how to do it. <laughs> when when you apply to only the school, <laughs> one <he> school. <laughs> It has to be gone. <laughs> Won't he yeah. do it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I feel like a few lessons for our, for our single people. You guys learn quite a few things there. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've been mean, so many young people say that I can't find my my soulmate. I can't find a yeah. partner. Uh, that's because maybe you're just in one place. Mm. 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, start doing rounds where these God's people gather together. Yes. And get to make friendship, which yeah. is within that circle of friends, friendship that you yeah. will have somebody that you will say, hey, I think I, I connect well with this mm-hmm. person. And, and it, 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 it works out. I hear that. You yeah. know, I think that, that that just reminds me of something that I always talk about with my relationship with my husband. Mm-hmm. And it's w- one tip, like I was talking to a few girls and they were like, oh, I was like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> and they were like, oh, how did it happen? And I was like, you know, it's we were doing what God told us to do. We were doing our work for God, and God handled the rest. Amen. And it's like, you had a calling. You went to do what God called you to do. And God was like, but here's a little extra for you. <laughs> so do what God tells you he to do. He does more than you think or can ever imagine. So as the one single person in this room, hallelujah. Um, <laughs> Are you learning anything? What I, what I learned was yes. you both traveled outside yes. of your local yeah. so comfort zone. I was outside everywhere. of the Bronx. Mm-hmm. I was in peak school. <laughs> go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And go somewhere. And work for God. I will go. I will I go. Will go. Well, I was thinking about that. <laughs> also, one year in mission, guys. One year in mission. <laughs> Sign up for all of the things. Yeah, I mean, they, sometimes we just do God's work and, and, and we're loving it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, God has that extra for you. Mm-hmm. God has something beyond oh. just uh, that. So open your eyes and keep connected to the Lord. He will communicate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gave Paco that extra. He gave him a yaka. Modelo. so to switch it up a little bit um we want to know the youths want to know everybody (laughs) wants to know how did you know that this was your calling did you ever feel resistance to being a pastor to working with young people or did you always just know like from when you were two going to be a pastor (laughs) (laughs) listen listen i got a direct call from heaven and i I picked (laughs) it up and i said i am uh, no, I didn't get an SMS. No, I didn't get a call. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I'm telling you, I here I am. Lord. I think um, it's just that sp- conviction that just hits you, and when mm-hmm. it hits you, um, there's an assurance that um, God is gonna make it happen. Mm-hmm. So I I went that direction, and I was lucky and I was blessed because at the time, even now, the government of Botswana was uh, sponsoring people to do um, lots of you know career programs and you know mm-hmm. undertake a lot of uh, uh, studying different um, departments and different um, approaches um, to solve different problems that we had at the time in Botswana and theology was in the top list mm-hmm. and um, I was one of the few that year who had um, taken up the theology offer or was looking for a theology uh, program or training mm-hmm. and um, I was fully sponsored by government by the wow. Botswana government to wow. go and study theology. Yeah, so God convicts you, and He will open ways for yes, you to to, mm. to get it done. Mm-hmm. And um, I, when I finished my my degree, um, some of the staff members were encouraging me to do a masters in languages so I can come back to the school and learn. I felt like, no, not for me. I want to <laughs> go to the people and serve. Mm-hmm. And and I think that burning desire to go out there and serve is still there. Mm-hmm. It's still alive and I'm excited. Mm. And one, one distinction that I make, at least in, my, in, my, in the type of work that I do, is to show people that ministry is not about position. It's about service. Mm-hmm. So you can take away this position anytime. Mm-hmm. I'll still be happy mm. because it's about ministry. It's about getting in touch with people, connecting with people, 
and glorifying God and bringing people into the kingdom of God. So I'm hoping that we can have a new mindset uh, in these last days about uh, positions in at, at every level of the church that, listen, position is temporal, but ministry is mm. perennial. Yeah. Oof. If you take away the position, not you're s- not serving anymore. Yeah. Then it was never about your yeah. service. It was it always about that one just day having exactly. that position. I like that. Yeah. I like that you guys uh, you guys really have it because one day I'm not going to be here at the, gi- at the GC. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be at a local we'll church. Does it mean... <laughs> <laughs> In the does office. It, does it mean that... Yeah, I'm too crazy, right? <laughs> you're just too human. <laughs> <laughs> does it mean that um, I was um, demoted? No, it means that God is a different responsibility at mm. a different time in your life yes and god prepares you for that yeah. and uh when god says you've done enough that's it mm. so we need to pass it on to mm. the next generation yes. and make it happen mm. look at that he plugged that look in real good him on brand <laughs> on brand <laughs> all right so we know that you know you guys you guys are never here you guys are never. always traveling always going to different divisions and supporting all the different programs, camperies, events, certifications, all of the things. And we know you've been to many countries, many continents, all over the world. We want to know what's an initiative that you've seen in your travels that has really caught your attention. What is something that has really stood out to you that the young people were doing in the church? I think young people have responded to leadership. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see now a lot of young people involved in leadership and they are trusted Mm. and that uh, speaks volumes about um, the quality of leaders we have now around the world and if we can have more room for young people to be involved and those young people to be present to accept it it's one thing to be present Mm -hmm. but it's another to be available Mm. as young people Mm -hmm. we take it a step further from just being available to being willing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so be present be available them be willing. So I'm seeing a different caliber of young people around the world. Young people who are ready to take on the work, which really uh, ties with what the the spirit of prophecy in the Bible mm-hmm. uh, talk about uh, the last days when they say young people will finish the work. Mm-hmm. So we see, I see a generation rising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see generation that is rising that is saying, "Hey, we are here. Mm-hmm. Use us. Yeah, we want to. We want to we, we be involved. We want to participate. We want to be involved. As we talk total member involvement." Mm-hmm. Let us also talk total leadership involvement. Let's talk about young people who can be involved and be empowered. If this, if the young people are going to finish the work, let's empower them now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they know how to run this church and and, and you know, understand its operations and its policies and its 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 business. I love how you talked about on the f- on both sides too. It's not just the church empowering young people, but for the young people to avail themselves as yes. well to be available for when yeah. the church is. Because I think sometimes we're positions. too busy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Too busy on our phones. Too busy with academic uh, career, you yeah, know, yeah. with our with our with our uh, ca- academic interests and with our careers and with our love lives. Mm-hmm. We have no time for God. We're just too busy. But we need to be available. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, of like this dynamic thing that my dad used to do. He was preaching about good, like putting God in first place and mm-hmm. how everything else follows. And I know that says it in the Bible, but I only know the verse in Spanish. Mercy only know my gospels in Spanish. <laughs> All right. You know, poner a Dios en primer lugar. Like, there's a whole Bible verse about it. Um, but it reminded me what you were saying, you know, everybody's sometimes too preoccupied with like schooling and mm. personal life, love life. And I remember he would have, he would p- uh, put a bunch of people holding up papers and they would all have the number zero. And then one person would have the number one and they would be at the end. 
And they're like, when you put the one at the end, you mm. only have the one. Ooh, but yeah. if you put the one at the beginning, what do you have now? Mm. Yeah. And now you have like 10,000. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like always about making sure that you're available to the one, to the creator, to God. Come and on. he's going to make sure like everything else is in place for Amen. you. Yeah, so yeah. I think that that's, that's a great calling for our young people. Because it's like, yeah, you get preoccupied with life. But mm. if you put God in first place, he's going to make sure you eye and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. y- and you can, you, can be, uh, you can be so real and have fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By still putting God first. God first does not mean the absence of joy. Ooh. And yeah. happiness. Say it louder. Mm-hmm. And craziness. <laughs> good craziness. Because okay. Paco knows this. Oh, Paco, is, Paco knows how to have a good time. <laughs> when Paco's not in the office, it is quiet. <laughs> oh Let my. Paco come around around 3 o'clock when that little bell in the GC rings. It's, it's happy time. <laughs> My father and mother gave me a lot of joy. Mm. Yeah. And I'm passing it on to Akeem. Oh. And, and, um, <laughs> you pass it on. <laughs> Akeem is a happy He's energetic, child. right? Yeah. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think Ayaka has given on, on both of us, given up on both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all right, Ayaka, she don't stay back either. At she all. doesn't. She's a, she's she doesn't. She's a happy got anything going woman. on, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah. She got her little shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I know right now we talk a lot about um, young people leaving the church mm-hmm. or... And that statistic is even um, more when we talk about um, kids that come from pastoral families. Mm. Did you ever feel like being a pastor's kid, um, you had to present yourself to the church in a certain way or feel like because you had to do this, sometimes you felt detached from the church or not? How was that experience like? Can I I be real right now? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think there's a lot. (laughs) You're right. There's a lot of pretense. Mm. You have to pretend that you are doing good when you're not mm. for the sake of the family name. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to keep pastors, kids, or youth in church. It's another to keep them in God. Ooh. Mm. That's a big difference. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can keep people in church, but hmm, listen, that's something. But when you keep people in God, who never changes? Oof. You're oh. good. Yeah. Because they know now the substance of their faith. Mm. They know whom they have believed in. So mm-hmm. I get excited to tell people, yes, um, you will find a church that's going to preach the truth. You're going to find a church that will st- that stands for every uh, biblical verse. Mm-hmm. But the before you find that verse, find Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Find Jesus and know Jesus because he will never change. Because people in the church can hit you up the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. And you, you will feel low. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think you want to stay among such people. Yeah. But when you know Jesus, you will know why you should stay. And y- you, will, you will stay because there's a relationship. There's an authentic relationship with the Savior. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I personally appreciate um, the way you live your life. And that's why this, this mm-hmm. episode is called I'm Too Human. Because Paco says that a lot. All the time. Because I think <laughs> as pastors or let me rephrase that. As churchgoers or as church people, we expect pastors to live a certain way and we expect them to live as <laughs> if they're not human. Yes. As if they're not they're not also flesh and bones like they the way we the are. States. Like they are it's the Godhead and the pastor together and then we're here. And but it's important to remember that pastors are human. They do have a life and we shouldn't expect them to pretend yeah. their their we life. We can cry. Yeah. We can love. Mm-hmm. And we have we go through every emotion because under our skin is not water, it's flesh and blood. Yeah. Because we feel these things. So 
I, I think that as, as pastor's kids growing up or as young people growing up in the church, there's a lot of expectation. And if we don't know whom we have believed in, we're going to be in trouble. I feel like I had to, I had to like take a, I had to take like a seat back because y'all was just like speaking to my heart because it's, it's, poof, it's just not easy. I mm. think that, uh, you know, I was born and raised a Seventh-day Adventist and my mother was always, you know, in leadership and my dad was always in leadership and there were certain expectations and certain standards. And if at any point I didn't meet those expectations or I changed things a little bit, my I remember the church being very, very harsh on me. And like Mwenya knows this because Mwenya and I have been cool for a while. Yeah. I see, church, I see that. I see that. And the church was very harsh on me. And I always say, like, ha- I feel like had it been anyone else who was raised a different way at home where they couldn't have open conversations with their parents, I might have left a long time ago. You know, but I think that it's important for, for everyone, not just our young people, adults, everyone to know that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what standard we hold for ourselves. None of us are meeting God's standard anyways, because mm. the Bible says we fall short from the grace of God, mm-hmm. you know, and the only way we can ever meet any standard is through God's grace. Yeah. So I, I just feel like that that's such an important thing. For so us you to just were keep a victim real. of grace. Oof, I, ooh, I am a victim, a victim of grace, grace, a product of grace. I am redeemed by grace, no. all of the graces. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> she needed all the grace. Ooh, I should just change my name to Grace. <laughs> all right, so now we're going to go Are you, are you reading your grace notes now? I am reading my grace notes. Thanks. <laughs> now we're going to move on to, to a lighter question. Okay. You know, because we, we just like hit ooh, Kenya hard right here. Hot. I'm like hot. Uh, so we're going to go to something a little fun. We know that every time you go anywhere, you like to pick up on phrases or you like to pick up on sayings. We know that we already taught you about your, you know, your, 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 hello. <laughs> so we want to know how many languages can you speak or at least say a phrase in, say happy Sabbath, say hello. Like we want to know and we want you to say it right now. Oh my! Mm-hmm. I don't Let's know. Go for it. I think Anything a you could say. Maybe maybe ten. I don't know. Ten. He's, he said it like it was like two. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I like. Don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe like, like ten. Yeah. Maybe like three. <laughs> you know, no big deal. Oh my! Oh I'm my, here like oh fully my. like two. <laughs> go for it. Feliz sábado. Yes, feliz sábado. What's that? Spanish. That is mm-hmm. español. Sabato en gema. What's that? That's Swahili. Okay. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Happy Sabbath. Happy, Happy Sabbath. That counts. <laughs> Heard you. Sabata <laughs> elile. Okay. Um, that's uh, awesome. Zulu on the belly. And then Tswana Sabata Yomulimo. And then Shona Sabata Kanaka. What's that? That's Shona. Shona. Oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is that part of the word? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's Excuse my ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> There is, um, hmm. Come on, you got seven. This. Let's go. Let's okay. go to number seven. No, you're, no, you're no, going no, you're to starting, number seven. You're starting seven. <laughs> you're starting seven. <laughs> Portuguese? Portuguese, Portuguese. Oh, Portuguese. Um, um, sab- uh, no, I, I can't remember that. Come uh, on. I just know obrigado. Okay, that <laughs> okay, counts. That's a phrase. That's a phrase. <laughs> that's a phrase. Any obrigado. phrase. Any phrase. Any phrase. Yeah. Doesn't and need to be happy Sabbath. Okay, and then I know French bonjour. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Bonne nuit. Très bien. Yes. <laughs> Je m'appelle Kenya. <laughs> 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 and 
And then I know. Um, you know something in Bemba? In Bemba, Murishani. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's and that? Then, what does that mean? Hello. Okay. How are and you? Then, Thank uh, you. Nyanja, <laughs> Chewa, Muribwanji. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, um, oh, now we're at 11. Oh, we're at we're 11. 11. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. Show up. I see you. I see you. Uh, <laughs> nothing from like. Tosa, Molweni, Ninjani, Bagwe, too. That was like a full paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing That's from. That's my wife's language, actually. Got mm. it. Nothing from um, like Asia. The Philippines, Asia, Thailand. Um, ni hao. Yes, ni hao. Yeah. <laughs> we got Mwenya over here who knows all of Tagalog. Oh, yeah? My yeah. buhay, Pilipinas. Come on now. Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, my father Mahal spoke kita. about, my spa, oh, my father spoke about 18 <laughs> languages. So oh, it's a gift. I think everywhere yeah. I go, I'm able to catch a phrase mm-hmm. or, you know, say something. And um, it's easy for me just to acclimatize yeah. within a language setting or yeah, anything. That's also the beauty of being from the continent, the African continent mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. being, because it's like just in your mm-hmm. one country, there's like seven different languages. Yeah. And you're I just mean, like listen, you go to different countries in Latin America, it's like seven different countries because you one Dominican person going to say one thing and then you go to Mexican, they're going to be like, que eso? Like nobody hey, listen, que lo que. I also know Dominican Republic, que lo que. Que lo que. <laughs> <laughs> and then they swati you, tini, yaktanza. Like, yeah. says I love you. I just like the way they say yaktanza. I, I love how he didn't say I know Spanish. He said I know Dominican. I know Dominican. That is its whole <laughs> language by itself. He knows. <laughs> That's a yep. whole other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something that you taught me the other day. I can't remember. I can't remember either. Oh, la pampara prendia. La pampara prendia. Pampara prendia, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to Will. Shout out to Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fully not gonna so we have, <laughs> we have one question from the Instagrams that I would like to talk about. Okay. Um, Kyle underscore Patrick. Mm-hmm. is from Rwanda. Yeah. And he wants to know how the ambassador program is fitting with the world clubs and churches. Okay. And Shout out to our ambassadors. Yeah. And then on top of that, being newly into the general conference and coming from... Like a whole year almost. <laughs> and coming from um, NAD. Like also, I was on a podcast with our friend Eric. Shout out Eric Shout and out Youth Eric. Mentors. Um, and he asked the same question about ambassadors, and I was like, I was here like two weeks, and I was like, um, <laughs> let me grab a pamphlet real quick. <laughs> but before we go on, would you just um, explain what ambassadors are for those who may not know, and then speak about how that's working within the world content? All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, shout out to this guy in Rwanda. I loved Rwanda. I yeah. had a good time there, and they gave me a name, Rukundo. Rukundo, Rukundo, uh, yes. which means uh, no Rukundo and Mukundaban, which means a lover of people. They said, oh. they said uh, Rukundo. They gave it to me at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Sure, I want and a then nickname. At the, <laughs> <laughs> at, the at the meetings, they said Mukundaban. They said it just speaks of uh, the way I was gelling with everybody and talking to oh. everybody. And I said, you know, that just fits perfectly with who I am. So yeah, shout it out to does. the Rwanda people. Oh. Yeah, shout out to the Rwandese. So um, ambassadors is a Big, big, big ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after Pathfinder Ministry, you have these teenagers who are discovering themselves in a big way. Mm-hmm. And um, Ambassador Program offers them um, ministerial opportunities in the local church and a curriculum mm-hmm. that helps them to discover themselves more even in spiritual matters mm. so that they can remain relevant for their local church. We have put this program together. This was done by those who came before me, um, Gilbert and Jonathan and the rest who are here, mm-hmm. and Maria. 
Um, yes, yes, Maria. Maria. Associate <laughs> director. <laughs> yes. So it was put together after a research was done to mm-hmm. look at the needs of our young people. So it is, it, is, it is something that has been rolled out after looking and considering the needs of young people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this was a worldwide uh, mm-hmm. kind of research. So it's for those who are 16 to 21, mm-hmm. got seven modules. Mm. And these are there just to help young people discover themselves more in the Lord as they do social activities, mm. as they find partners, as they do community service. Yes. So you do it, uh, you find a partner and you have your IDP, independ- uh, Independent Discipleship Plan, okay. where mm. you decide your own way in which you want to be fruitful and mm-hmm. minister. Mm. So I like the approach mm-hmm. and it gives very, very, very uh, interesting results and I'm happy for the participation around the world. Though some divisions are using the teen, um, you know, um, the teen uh, years to address some of the issues, or they don't call it ambassador; they say teenage ministry, okay. mm-hmm. which is still fine. Mm-hmm. But at least we have material around the world for division to mm-hmm. use and um, download for free. Yeah. On youth.adventist.org. Yes, youth.adventist.org. You got that right. <laughs> so yeah, right that's there. that's that's the 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 the, the, the ministry where we see a lot of challenges that's true because people are discovering themselves and we needed something that's going to speak to that age group and i think this program does i think so too i know a lot of um club directors on the pathfinder side are always wondering like what do we do yeah. with the kids after, after yeah. they're what, what do you do after yeah. they're finished pathfinders yeah. and they're not yet there for master guide yeah. and this is the perfect bridge between the two that's it. you have learned the you skills of pathfinder right. and now you can go on in self-development and how you can work in your local church for my pathfinder leaders it's perfectly fine if they want to stop being pathfinders <laughs> and would like to go on to ambassadors and discover other initiatives exactly. guys you gotta let them go that's true <laughs> just saying <laughs> yes i've met yes. them they give a hard yes. time yes. don't mm-hmm. guilt trip them into being just pathfinders yes. that's true. yes yes let them go mm-hmm. let them go let them discuss that's why this this is just age-based. Yeah. 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 So now <laughs> we're going to one of our favorite parts. This is my favorite part. Oh my. What did I put myself in? Oh, you don't know. Okay. This is our <laughs> hot seat um, segment. The this or that segment. I love this one. This is yeah. the portion where we give you <laughs> options. We'll give you two things. So something like iPhone or Samsung, you obviously okay. go to pick iPhone because that's superior, right? You know, you but know. But we give you something like that and you have to pick one or the other. You okay. cannot pick both. Okay. I would just like to say that we did some heavy research, Ayaka included. Yes. So blame Ayaka for some of these questions. Let's go. So. All right. Well, the first one, it's very easy. Okay. Very, very easy one. We're going to start off nice and soft. Start you slow. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yes. Okay. Akeem or Ayaka? Oh, come on. <laughs> you got to pick one. You got to pick Ayaka. it. Ayaka. <laughs> you guys are dangerous. <laughs> you know, I'm on that. Like, I, I agree. Hey, wife. I agree. Yes, Without Ayaka, yes. there'd be no Akeem. Yes. That's true. So, That's true. <laughs> all right, here goes another one. Ready? Peralta or Gary? Hey, yeah. <laughs> guys, you can't do that. Come on, pick one. Pick, pick one. one. Pick one. I'll go for Gary. <laughs> Yo, Peralta did also pick Gary. He was like, I gotta pick the boss. <laughs> we asked him, Paco or Gary. He was like, I'm sorry, Paco. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my job. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Another fun one. Another fun one, right? Me and Kenya or Maria? <laughs> Guys, I'm going for Maria. 
definitely. Because it's not Maria will delete all the documents. Yes, <laughs> she she delete, is the delete, institutional delete, delete. memory of this department. Oh, she is the institutional yeah. memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is the cornerstone. <laughs> you guys are bad. Okay, ready. Let me just tell you something. You better Be answer, careful. You better answer right. Okay. This one you better answer right. It's Be fighting. Listen, when you're from Queens, uh-huh. I'm from the Bronx. You're from the Boogie Down Bronx. You don't want it. All right? You don't want the smoke. You don't want the smoke, <laughs> Paco. You ready? Yes. Greater New York or Northeastern Conference? <laughs> <laughs> Paco is forever at one of their conventions. You are ready. <laughs> so pick one. Pick one. Um, Which one are you going to next you're year? You're thinking way too much. <laughs> I'm Come already on. upset. Are I'm, going, I'm going for the conference. What conference? Just the conference. Nope, nope, nope. Jesus. Nope. Jesus owns the conference. Jesus. <laughs> Even Jesus would pick greater New York conference. He said Jesus You're is always the answer. I go for both of them because they're all my year people. Listen, listen. But Jesus smiled upon greater New York conference, all right? You got two of them right here. You got Peralta smiled upon us. We love you, Northeastern. Love I don't see Northeastern. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Which one do you like better? Which one would you use more? Mm-hmm. Your or Keloke? <laughs> Keloke. <laughs> one time. Keloke. Can you tell he really liked the Dominican Republic? <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, I'm missing out on going there. You're missing out right weekend. now. They're both going. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Paco and Gary yeah. are both in DR. Yeah. Well, they, oh, were, but out there. Yeah. they were in DR for when this episode comes. Oh, yeah. They're, um, they're back <laughs> here now. They're back in the <laughs> States. All right. Okay. For this one, okay, I need to make sure I pronounce this right. Okay. Everybody listening, please don't hate me. I'm not, I'm from this continent. <laughs> Ready? Is it that? Is it Cho? I, I yeah, I, I wrote it out the way she said right. it. Chamolia uh-huh. or cabbage? Chamolia. <laughs> Definitely chamolia. I wish you guys would have seen the enthusiasm <laughs> he answered that with. You're Whatever like, no Chimolia is it, he's definitely into it. You and Ayaka need to hook us up with some. Apparently, because that's what Ayaka talked about. Yeah, it's almost like colored greens, but not not really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His eyes like was like Chimolia, no yep. doubt, no questions asked. Sparkled. <laughs> he's about to go get some Chimolia right now. Okay, last but not least, Port Elizabeth or Cape Town? Cape Town. <laughs> I'm sorry for all my Port Elizabeth people. Sorry guys, <laughs> Cape Town is where it's at. Cape Town. <laughs> Met my girl there. Oh, didn't she give you that one? Yeah, maybe uh-huh. that's why. Maybe that's why she knew what she was gonna answer, mm-hmm. and she was putting you to a test. <laughs> she like, he better choose Cape Town because he met me there. She knows me. <laughs> All right, so before we move on to our last pin of thought, I just want to say, like, we really—I feel like we really enjoyed this episode. We really did. You know, Paco, you've been so great. You know, Thank you're you. like Thank you're you. like a pal here, and just like a personal anecdote, like for everybody listening out there, like. I was just thinking about it right now. You know how we want leaders who like uplift our young people or whatever. And it's important to have people in leadership positions to be like that. Uh, I can tell you with all certainty, whoever hasn't met Paco, Paco is that type of leader. Mm -hmm. Because I met Paco in Greater New York Mm. before I was ever even, before I even knew that God's plan was for me to end up here. And Paco gave me some really inspiring words. And at that moment, I was like, this guy, man, servant leader. So... Paco, big ups to you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, do you want to introduce the last section for us, Manya? Yes. So, right now we're going to go into our pinnet thought, and this is where we give you practical advice on how to think, practical advice on what to do for the next month, what to think on, what mm-hmm. to remember from this podcast. If you don't remember 
Anything else? <laughs> Didn't listen to anything. At least remember this. Well, remember what? the parable too. <laughs> or I that. would say, and I would that. say, remember to smile. Mm. Mm. That's just a basic human um, emotion mm -hmm. that connects you with other people. I believe so much in connectivity. I believe mm -hmm. in connecting. I believe in social exchange. I believe in uh, social, um, you know, fiber that we give to each other. Mm -hmm. That for me opens up a big new conversation about Jesus. I would want to connect with you and then tell you that Jesus loves you mm -hmm. so that I can be relevant to you. Mm. So smiling does that. Just mm -hmm. smile. Mm -hmm. Just remember to smile. Remember to smile. In fact, mm -hmm. that was my Instagram post today. <laughs> hey. And Paco is never without a smile. Never so without a smile. Mm -mm. So remember to smile, guys. Don't be rude. Don't, don't be rude. Be happy. <laughs> well, thank you for being with us, Paco, yep. and having this conversation. It was fun. And now to everybody else. Can I say something? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that um, it's a new whole world mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where we see the emergence of young people to leadership becoming very, very strong. And um, I'm excited that the General Conference has given people like uh, myself, uh, Peralta, mm -hmm. and Sam Neves, and other young people who are in electable positions mm -hmm. a chance to make a contribution to the mission, to the mm -hmm. work. I want to say to any young person out there who's listening, mm -hmm. you can be useful. Mm. You can be a vessel of honor. Yeah. Bring in your creativity. Bring in your, your joy. Mm -hmm. Bring in your energy, your enthusiasm, your courage, your boldness, even your holy swag. Bring it to the, the Lord. Holy swag. Yes, holy swag. Bring it to the Lord and mm -hmm. make it happen. So I never look down upon yourself. Mm -hmm. um, God has a plan for everyone. And the fact that uh, the GC and its lower entities are making space for young people. Mm. Make a room let on the, the table. Let the young people be present. Mm -hmm. Come to the table. Mm. Make yourself available. And be willing to go the extra mile to shine for Jesus. Jesus is coming again. Mm. The Maranatha motif is alive. Mm -hmm. And we need to work for Jesus. He's coming soon. And let's make it happen. Amen. Can we just say how eloquent the Makwane finally is? Listen. Like you and Ayaka are always the Maranatha motif. Like what? I don't even use that. When was the last time I used the word motif? Man, speaking life to my, my soul. Mm -hmm. Jesus is coming again. Maranatha, Cristo yes. viene. Gracias. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you say it now, Mbemba. Your mom would be disappointed. Yes, so All right. right. <laughs> 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 All right, thank you so much, right. Paco. Blessings. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. Bye. 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 Bye.